I've never wanted to have sex with a pot pie, but like, I'd have sex with that pot pie. <laughs> We're all weak to stepping on nails. Let me preface this by saying I wrote a script. Daytona Beach is like two mild inconveniences for being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway. So many of my tabs say semen. Are you guys ready for this weird horny adventure that we're all about to go on? You can't handcuff me for skanking. This motherfucker gaslights you. Diet Coke and Sorrow will be chapter four. And against all odds, Kyle, we became those squirrely weirdos. This whole podcast is a very negative mouthfeel. Hey, happy Tuesday, everyone. More importantly, happy week between Christmas and New Year's, where time is irrelevant, responsibilities are nil, and euphoria is flowing like Christmas cookie calories into your mouth hole. Due largely to holiday travel and the aforementioned timey-wiminess of this week, we don't have a full episode for you today. Instead, we've cut together this little clip show of some segments from our extended good vibes. If you haven't heard, we added a $10 Patreon tier in October, which grants access to our show prep shared documents and to a Patreon-exclusive DT After Show we call Extended Good Vibes. If you enjoyed these bits today, we'd love to have you join our Patreon, which you can do right now at patreon.com slash debatethiscast. Next week, we'll release our Season 5 preview and debut our new Season 5 opener. Then we'll be back with our Season 5 premiere episode on January 11th. Until then, please enjoy these bits and have a safe and happy new year. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to our Patreon post show, because we're just rolling right into these. Uh, So this is the first one, which means if it changes a lot over the course of time when we do more of these, don't be offended because we we never talked about what we were going to do during this time. We just said we were going to do it. A dry run. No, we certainly didn't. Is... (laughs) (laughs) You know how... Okay, so... Hi, welcome to the after show. You know how um, sometimes when you see like Pokemon evolution charts, you're like, well, you missed one in between those two. I feel like that's Hoopa and Hoopa Unbound. I was like, oh, Hoopa, that's great. I'm sure the next thing is like a lankier Taffy ghost. Nope. It's it's an event Pokemon specifically tying into a movie. It's not, the rules don't apply. It's it's make it cool so dumb kids come come beg their parents to spend 20 bucks to watch the movie. dumb kids and kyle and i have not i, I have not watched any of the movies since um yeah. pokemon the first movie the accident in theater well i've watched two and three i've watched three of the 20 some odd pokemon movies yeah. that have been made well they can't have ash die in every single one i guess oh, so. they, yeah. they can <laughs> did any of you guys have a brick was i the only one with a brick oh no i had, I had a brick we had bricks i didn't yeah. ah I had a I, boy pocket was my first one. Growing up, um, growing up, like our, our family lived with my grandparents. And I specifically remember the Christmas that we got bricks. Like I got one. My older sister got one. And I like talking about core memories. I sorry. My grandma doesn't listen to our podcast, but I remember my grandma <laughs> specifically saying like, oh, we can use these while we poop. Like I remember like <laughs> my my sweet like. 81 year old grandmother to this day like who i go and visit and she's playing candy crush like i i vividly remember her saying like all right like you play these while you poop and i was like that's I, relevant still to this day yeah i got my my original game boy used from my cousin at the recommendation of my kindergarten teacher because she said su- she suggested to my mom that 
a video game would help my hand-eye coordination and therefore my handwriting. Hell yeah. And and my mom still is mad at that teacher to this day. <laughs> Man, this is not these are not shitty peripherals. These are life-changing peripherals, but I remember with my classic Game Boy, I had at one point in time attached to my Game Boy the Game Genie, um which came yeah, with game came with the small booklet of codes. Yeah. Um and when you put the cartridge in, you had to put it in backwards to make it work. So I had the Game Genie. I also had the magnifying clip-on light glass. Had that one, too. Yep. And then I had the power pack for extended battery yeah. life. Because like, because yeah. the magnifying uh-huh. light drained your battery in, like, 30 minutes. I yeah. remember carrying, yeah. like, the Game Boy, that, that classic Game Boy already was hefty. And, like, this made it three times heavier. I had, I had a suite of enhancements for my game boy color yeah. not the brick mm-hmm. but the color Same. yeah um went through a ton of them trying to find the best way to play my game boy in the back seat of a car oh um, yeah just after after 5 30 p.m in the in, in the winter yeah. months yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you can't drive with the light on in the back it's yeah. illegal it's illegal it's illegal <laughs> yeah it'll, it'll it will make you crash there's types of like horror that i just can't I can't let myself think about because it's, it just it's yeah. it's so unsettling. I mean, like the con like there's nothing more to that movie than the concept is what everyone I've ever told has ever told me about it is like it. It's the whole thing is set up and payoff of mad scientist sews three people's mouths to someone's butthole. Um, yeah. If yeah, this would be a, this movie. would be. A- this would be a great topic if uh, Patreon members, if you have feelings of the depths of the plot of the Human Centipede series, please let us know. And then, yeah. and then, Human Centipede two and three didn't didn't take it any further, except I think adding more people to the centipede. So <laughs> twice like, and and three times as many. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole that's the whole franchise. They 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 sewed the butts together this time, Kyle. <laughs> Bad news, man. <laughs> And it's like a the, push me, the, pull you. And then from, the South uh, Park episode. Yeah, the human Sentai Pad. Yeah. Sentai, human Sentai Pad made it about how no one reads the terms and agreements. And now I think everyone was... in our generation thinks of that when they see the yep. terms yeah. and, agree- and agreements. I mean, honestly, like probably one of the best episodes of South Park ever. Like, That's pretty good. I came to this after show with a couple of discussion topics. Mm. Um, the okay. first of which I'm the most excited about. What was your best squirt gun that you had? What was your favorite or best squirt gun? Um, I'll start since I, I brought up the, the squirt gun battles or the super soaker battles in, in our in our street. So I lived on a um, I lived at not in a cul-de-sac, but the end of a plan where like it just wasn't developed past a certain house. Mm. So it was just like immediately woods. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, I didn't have brothers and sisters. It was just like the neighborhood kids. Um, so I distinctly remember one, like there must've been like 14 kids involved in, in like a total of like three whole streets. Like it was crazy. Um, we had like buckets and buckets of water balloons, but I had, I had this, this super soaker gun. I think I got it for Christmas where it like, I'm trying to describe it, but basically it was a lever that you like cranked back. And it had two barrels on it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah! And I swear to God, like this thing, and it, it weighed like twenty five pounds. Like in order to pump it, I'd have to put it on the ground because I was also the small and round neighbor <laughs> kid. 
I'd have to like put it on the ground and like pump it straight up in the air because I like could I didn't have any leverage on my small frail <laughs> supple frame. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, so like I said, I, and I, I'd have to plant myself like on the deck by the hose because it didn't have any mobility. But uh, but yeah, it was really fun because we did like we would do like game types where it was like capture the flag and shit. So I would play defense <laughs> with <laughs> with this like whatever this like mortar of a stork, uh, super soaker was. Okay, but that's really cool. And, and the problem with an updated U force, someone's gonna put their penis in it. Someone's gonna put their penis. Someone's gonna put their penis in it. Someone's super gonna put their penis in U force. Oh, gross! Make your own stupid Rage mm-hmm. comic with, because Rage comics hadn't died yet by 2013. Man, do you guys remember Rage comics? I'd oh, much rather I, talk about Rage comics than Do I remember? Do I remember <laughs> Rage comics? <laughs> I Kyle think always it was, on always online Harper. It yep. was just when I moved from the last house I lived into this house, so two years ago, when I threw away my May Gusta t-shirt oh, that God. had the make gusta face <laughs> on it <laughs> oh, oh matt you you uh, owned a you owned rage comics merch uh, it was a that, gift it was a gift from another fraternity brother but i did own my a heart. Make gusta t-shirt that i wore a lot in college that's almost as embarrassing as these two things that happened in 2013 one is lance armstrong <laughs> uh admitted to using banned substances and paula dean admitted that she used racial slurs wow oh I didn't, man I did, um, I did not put those in order of worst to best. I want to make that clear. <laughs> you guys doing that ject voice made my throat so <laughs> scratchy. I was going to say, you don't sound like you've recovered from that. Um, no. I'm no, sorry. Three seconds of voice work. Oh, Eject shot right into my fucking lungs. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Hey, hey, welcome to the after show, oh, everybody. everybody. Thanks for coming by. Uh, speaking of er- things you find uh, on Urban Dictionary, <laughs> man, I was really determined today to break out of Marvel and DC, um, mm. and so I had a couple of Image comic characters that I was gonna do. Um, the first one was gonna be Savage Dragon, uh, who mm. I just learned existed today. I knew nothing of Savage Dragon before I googled Image comic book characters, but I was gonna do a Dragon type Jim because Dragon. Uh, and then there's another um, Image Comics character called Iron Patriot. Um, or, I'm sorry, Steel Patriot, I think it is. Um, hold on. Now I got to Google because I don't want to. I think it's Iron Patriot. Nope. Yep. Um, Isn't Iron, Iron Patriot? Iron Patriot is, um, Don Cheadle is? is just the Iron Man armor <laughs> with red, white, and blue. Yeah. That is originally Norman. Norman, Norman Osborn. Osborn, yeah. Yeah. Dark okay, so it, it's yeah. my bad. It's Steel Patriot. Um so or Super Patriot. Oh my god. Not yeah. even a metal. God, god, I'm the worst. What's funny is that I literally have a Super Patriot comic like in my desk right beside <laughs> me. Um I'm almost 100% positive Todd made a Dragula reference the last time. I think did I did. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hey, I pulled, I pulled it up. It was episode 16. Werewolves don't always wear jorts. Um, oh my God. I remembered the title. I didn't remember yeah. the number. Uh, and fun fact that is relevant to all three of you. And also uh, my, my buddy, Nathan. So the last time I actually referenced metal Dracula's was when I did that, D&D mini side quest for you three yeah. and Nathan 
uh, December 29th, 2019. So I made it, made it almost two years. Dang. I was jonesing. <laughs> Nerf is one of the few brands from our childhood that seems to have gotten more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Than yeah. Like where everything else, like eventually a lawsuit happened and they had mm-hmm. to be like, okay, we can't, you can't pump your super soaker until it shoots like 4,500 PSI. Mm-hmm. Um, Nerf, Nerf seems to have streamlined and like, it might not shoot as hard, but like they shoot, the darts are like substantial now. Mm-hmm. They're not. They have a little plastic foam. tip on them. Yeah. Um, you know why I think that is because, uh, a huge nerf market are startups like yeah. every yep. every startup i mean we used to have them when i started at my current job every startup office that has like less than 100 people i guarantee you has a kegerator and a bunch of nerf guns <laughs> yeah. which is I mean, something maddie That's... and i have a, a twin pair of nerf guns for the house so <laughs> yeah. Get it? yeah his and hers mr and mrs yeah. smith action from uh, from 2008 to 2012, the the like we have nerf fights in the office was definitely mm-hmm. a like mm-hmm. a thing. Uh, Matt Todd, just curious, what was the last Pokemon game you guys finished? Not started, finished. I assume you don't mean Pokemon Snap for the N64, because that was the last actual game that I finished that was Pokemon titled. Um, Pokemon Red was the oh, only wow. one. And, and I'll tell you why. So I had blue and I played through a lot of blue. Um, I was just kind of too young to completely like enjoy the nuance of the different Pokemon. Um, and then I got Pokemon Yellow and I really, really liked it. I think the concept that Pikachu follows you around until I tried to evolve it into a Raichu and it wouldn't. <laughs> And oh, it gave and when Todd you, when swore you, off the series altogether. Yeah, yeah, when you try to give it the Thunderstone, it shows you like a little like you know sepia black and white clip back then of Pikachu just shaking its head no. And I was like, this is some sixth grade bullshit, and I'm out. <laughs> and I I stopped playing it at that point. I was like, I'm not playing the same game again, but with Pikachu following me. Also, why can't it be any of the other Pokemon? I wanted to be one of those Pokemon following me. So then I just stopped. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for killer clowns from outer space. And two things that stand out to me are clowns is spelled with a K in the title. And the lead character's name is Mike Tobacco. Which is absolutely (laughs) amazing. Listen, if killer clowns is still on Netflix, killer clowns is an, an absolute must watch for any Halloween season. It's is it. Todd, I'm telling through, you, this I'm, I'm nearing my 34th Halloween season. I just want to make sure. Okay, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. You yep. can watch it on Hulu. Oh um, I'm telling you, like, as far as bad 80s, like neon bright slasher flicks go, Killer Clowns is really, really in a league of its own. Um, so the the guy that played Dean Ver- Dean Warmer in Animal House <laughs> is in this movie. <laughs> Which I was like, where have I seen John Vernon before? It's motherfucking Dean Warmer. Um, also, I think I'm going to change my Discord tag to Grant Kramer as Mike Tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a fun note from the Wikipedia. It was released May 27th, 1988. It was put on VHS, what, tw- uh, 13 years later. Like in 2001, they put it on VHS. Not like... Yeah. Not like when they could have put it on VHSs in the 90s. Well, it missed the first it 
it was too early for the first like real wave of VHS. Sure. And mm-hmm. then yeah. why would you put a probably five to seven year old movie on VHS in the early nineties when that trend was happening? And then as well, they ran out of things to put on VHS, they they dug this up and and added it. Great news for Matt. Um, following that trend of waiting over a dozen years, uh, 17 years later, in 2018, Arrow Films released the special edition Blu-ray, uh, and it has restored interviews, documentary featurettes, clown auditions, and again, they spell clown with a K. Wow. Um, there's bloopers, uh, deleted scenes, and a double-sided poster. <laughs> Neat. I'm in. Because posters should have two sides. But did you guys ever play a game in the 90s called Jake the Snake? Or is this a like my country bumpkin ass kind is, of thing? Is this, like, is this like Nightcrawlers? Is this a Charlie Day thing? <laughs> <laughs> no. So the reason I thought of it is because it's it's effectively Todd's put quarters in a sock. Uh, <laughs> so what you would do is you would put a tennis ball or like rocks in the end of a tube sock and you would tie it to like a, a 12 foot piece of twine and then everybody would stand in a circle and one person would be in the middle of the circle holding the end of the twine and you'd spin around to like spin your meteor of rock oh sock around and everybody in the circle would have to jump over Jake the snake or duck under it Um and if you got oh. hit with the, the, the sock, then you became the person in the middle. Um, is that a, is that just a me that's, thing? That's just a you thing. Okay. Well, it's kind of fun. It's, it's pretty cool. Sounds kind of fun. Yeah. If you guys want to come over and put quarters in a sock. I'm, I'm good over here. I think. It feels like if, if you disguise that as CrossFit, Todd would probably do it. I would not. That's true. I would not. Yeah, if you had to... Okay, Todd. No. What if I said that it was recreational burpees? (laughs) (laughs) You picked, like, the least nice thing about CrossFit. No, I didn't. Shut up. So so (laughs) off of that that tangent, then, um, Todd or Andrew, do you guys have a a stupid, dangerous childhood game that you're pretty sure only you played? Because ours was called... Run, slide, and do swirlies, where we would <laughs> roll down a hill and try and stop our child bodies from going in the pond that was at the bottom of the hill. Um, that was a game. No, that was like that. a month's worth of entertainment. You know what? We did. So it's not really a game, but I do remember I distinctly. So like I said, I grew up in a housing plan that was unfinished, um, so, which, which like again, like ours was the last lot before mm-hmm. the woods so we just spent every day in the like unclaimed lot next you know <laughs> next to the house hey, so now i was the like claimed lot with my friends yeah it was like whatever um so i was constantly getting poison ivy and everything i mean just yeah. every every fucking month um and for a while right after they built the development um because i'm from southwestern pennsylvania everything is on a hill and our and our um our development was built on like a series of small hills and we were at the top right so behind our bunch of houses there was just like a steep hill down to the next block of houses and so on and so forth there was a tree that grew this like pretty big vine behind (laughs) the back of the houses and the neighborhood kids would swing on the vine that was directly overlooking a hill you would would swing on the vine out 
over the drop off of the hill, would you let go of the vine and then roll you down the hill? You weren't supposed to. But <laughs> let me remind you, my father, God rest his soul, wanted me to be an athlete, but also like in his defense knew that I never would be and had come to terms with that very early in life. However, he knew his son's limits. <laughs> and and I, I must have been eight. And he's like, Andrew, I know that the other kids are going on the vine. You shouldn't go on the vine. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, Dad. I went on the vine. (laughs) Now, remember, Kyle, you were supposed to hold on. I didn't have... I didn't climb the rope in gym. I didn't didn't have the upper body strength to hold on. The upper body strength. So my glasses, like, flew off and as I slid down the vine and just rolled down the hill. Nice. And that was the last time that Andrew, eight-year-old Andrew, went on the vine. Also, they cut down the vine. After <laughs> cool. Um, well, see you next week, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.